0: Hi there, folks. Thanks for joining us for episode 206. This is going to be an episode where we're going to be talking about kind of the general state of the DJ industry, uh, what's going on with the various uh, DJ software platforms, um, especially, you know, what's going on with the streaming integration that's uh, really becoming more and more of a thing when it comes to DJ software. Uh, You know, much of the conversation is going to center center around me and the guys talking about, you know, how comfortable we are with uh, using streaming services, you know, like Tidal and SoundCloud Go uh, in a live environment. It's one of those things that uh, in some ways DJs have been slow to adopt, uh, but really kind of the time has come and so uh we, we spend much of the time talking about that and kind of how it's relevant to the d- different uh, dj platforms but overall thanks for joining us if this is your first time listening to the passionate dj podcast uh the first thing you should do is go to passionate slash community and join our facebook group second thing you can do is follow us on instagram just look us up at passionate dj we'd love to see you there and now on to the episode What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. That was awesome timing with the pop top. <laughs> I'm your host David <laughs> Michael, and I'm here with the homies, guys. It's so good to be here with Tony,
1: Tripp, and Mo. What's up? Woo! Thank you guys for being here. Absolutely. Doing the social distancing thing, so I don't know which way to look. Yeah, yeah, with all yeah. The so we
0: this is the first time we've been <laughs> back in studio at the same time and not over Zoom. So yeah. we've we've taken a few precautions. Yeah trip's got the woo <laughs> on his face <laughs> we've s- separated ourselves by a few feet and spread out a little bit and uh yeah we're doing the thing so i uh, hope you guys have been staying sane and safe and healthy throughout all this craziness and
2: yeah. uh, self uh, safe and healthy you know <laughs> <Safe> <laughs> not, and
0: not healthy. So pick any two right yeah. <laughs> right
1: <laughs> but from the pre-show talk it sounds like a lot of us has been stepping up our video game uh, oh yeah yeah g- game gamage i guess yeah
0: I beat two games in the past three days, and I almost never actually beat games. <laughs> 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 I beat Link to the Past, the old Zelda game. Oh, Nintendo. that one's a legend. One of my favorite
1: yeah. games of all time. Wait, that's yeah. the one where you had to hop back and forth with the yep. the, the dark brown trees light and all world. that stuff. Yep. Oh. Dark World and Light World. No, yep. I wasted a lot of time. I was going to
2: yeah. say, I, I'm getting the feeling from our previous conversation yeah. that you and RPG games didn't get along too well. <laughs> Not, <yeah. laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing over, like, 60 hours. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we do, we do
0: have some, some software and streaming-related stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Modango for doing the uh, all the research for this episode. Um, Doesn't so it w- mean it's going to be good research. Well, but it is research. <laughs> it's, it's more research than I had when we started. <laughs> so that, that's, that's yeah, great. That, yeah. We got um, that going for us. A uh, couple things I forgot to mention. Um, <coughs> apologies if there's a little bit of background noise. Um, it's real freaking hot today. So yeah. AC is running in the room. Sorry. Yeah. Um, other thing is... For if you're using or watching the YouTube version, I'm sorry if I'm squinting around. I do not have my glasses there at the bottom of Norris Lake, (laughs) so oh, fun. Like sometimes Trip wears his shades because like he's gangster like that. If I'm wearing mine, it's because I literally can't see, and these (laughs) are prescription, so that's why I've got these. So, with that in mind, um, Mr. Dingo. I'm looking at the notes here, and looks like didn't really see too much going on with Denon,
1: DJ, like Prime stuff, mm-hmm. or Tractor. No, I didn't see a lot of updates from the last time that you covered that. Since the last time. Yeah, which was in February-ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah so you, there's like a YouTube clip, so check that out if you want to find out what had happened with uh, Denon Prime and Tractor Pro. Uh, the big things I remember from Denon were there a handful of updates. Uh, Trip probably knows more about that than any of us. You, you just updated it and just yeah, just, just went.
2: Uh, I, I, honestly, I mean, since um, Feb and uh, from since February, I haven't really done much. So mm-hmm. uh, I because of the shutdown and everything that uh, you know that many states did. Um, so I was working from home, all of that kind of stuff, and just took that opportunity to. Not just make my workspace more ergonomic mm-hmm. and whatever, but then to also put some time into my home uh, streaming setup. So I mean, it's not anything you know, extravagant. it It was what I had and made it work. Mm-hmm. but um, so that's that's literally as much as I really kept up on that. Um, I did. Uh, do a bunch of library management. Still not done with that. I just kind of fizzled out after a little while. I, went, I, I hit it really hard and hit like two or three of my main genres. But everything else, I just was like, I haven't played dubstep since 2011. Like, it, I'm never, I'm never going to play this stuff again. Mm-hmm. Never gonna play this stuff again. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: T- till the till the next digital psychosis uh <sighs> un retirement show. No, that would
2: <laughs> that would be trance. But actually I have been keeping up on that stuff. But anyway, so um any actual like firmware or software updates, like I haven't really dug into any of it because mm-hmm. the only thing I've done when it comes to all that is, you know, just getting a setup that's, you know, stream worthy and then um you know, uh, library management. So if there's any significant updates since then, like I, I, I haven't had a chance to really dig into any of that. You're back at work,
0: work now, right?
2: Um, yeah. Um, uh, so we did a transition back in the beginning of June. So, um, and took, I think it was like a three to four week, um, uh, you know, transition plan where, you Mm -hmm. know, we, we started phasing in 20% of our people, then, after a week or two, okay. a week and a half, then another, then got up to like 25, 40, and so on and so forth until we got up to 100%. Um, I still allot my people, you know, at least one day at home, you know, s- just okay. to kind of, you know, reduce as much as we can. Sure. But, sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. How, how are you and family adjusting to suddenly not being home all the time again?
2: Um, I don't, I mean, from a work standpoint, I mean, it's, it's fine. Um, uh, I mean, it's what we did anyway before. Yeah. Um, and when I was home, like, I mean, it, you know, I'm lucky enough that um, I have a dedicated space for my studio yep. that turned into a work, uh, a workstation. So, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I closed the doors and I worked while Gina, uh, you know, did homeschooling with Ellie. So it was like, eh, you know, I mean, so it's not really that different other than I have a commute again. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> okay. good, good uh so
0: i guess that brings us to record box yeah, 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 yeah. record box six point0 now yeah what?
2: <laughs>
0: so where where's the, where's those noises coming from
2: I, I just i've heard nothing good about it like in what sense? Well, so f- I've I've seen where people have done the update and then like had all kinds of things that like, it, like their their ID tags and uh, yeah uh, Jack like looping
1: because Jack, Jack had that problem right they, yeah, yeah 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 Jack was one of them Mr. Yeah, Shifter yeah yeah it, but, like
2: things just get completely you know bottomed out or blurred you know blurred out or or uh, deleted out you know whatever mm. I, I don't know how how or what is actually happening under the covers but. Yeah, I've I've heard and I, and and you know no no knock on Pioneer, I mean Record Box, but Record Box is clunky anyway. Um, and I've just I've I've always heard that like from release to release, it's always an issue. Mm. You know the cumulative packs in between and the re, the release, you know the uh, PTFs or the you know the the, the releases in between, mm-hmm. you know bug fixes and stuff. That's that's all fine. But did yeah. you
1: upload that? Did you ever get it to work the other day, Tony? When what's you were what's that? The, uh, s- the version six?
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it worked. Um, I want to go back and see if five works. If there's, but I've never really used Record Box. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm helping a guy. That just got the new DDJ RX RZX. RZX RZX. Nice. The one with the um, three screens. that big mm, ass uh, spaceship of a thing. It's actually yeah. bigger than two CDJ two thousands and the Pioneer. No shit. It's no bigger. kidding. Yeah. They're. Nice. I mean, they're probably each player is probably this long. That's oh, the one oh, that does video out. too, right? Does video yeah, lighting, that, all of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: The big piece is, is the lighting. When yeah, I that's, um, <clears> uh, when I downloaded
3: six, it didn't have uh, the key on the on the preferences tab where mm-hmm. you can register your your piece as well. Then I go back, driver issues, whatever, whatever. So I, I really don't know how RecordBox works, but um, when I went back in and deleted everything, went with just six, it worked fine. It mm. was just it was just a uh, the security issue with Mac, mm-hmm. but RecordBox—I don't know because I've never really dug into it. Mm.
2: Now, it, I mean, remind me because it's been like I said—it's been a while since I've since <coughs> I've dug into any of that. But didn't they like come out with some sort of like a wacky subscription model yeah. or
1: like it's the the cloud connect? Yeah. Um,
2: and that's just.
3: What, if you, what does if that you get have you, a piece that, that you can actually plug in mm-hmm. to six, and it recognizes the piece. You don't have to. It doesn't cost anything to sign up. You yeah. can still a get hardware
0: the, unlock device. The, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. you
3: can still play for free. Gotcha. Okay. You don't have to pay for the subscription. But yeah,
1: mm. yeah. There's the. It's got the three different tiers. The the free one, which is the hardware unlock, mm-hmm. which we just talked about. Then they have a um, a core plan, which is ten dollars a month, and then uh, the creative plan, which is. $15 a month it, and a lot of that just has to do with uh, the biggest thing is like being able to store stuff in the cloud um, and then be able to access it from any device that's connected to it. Correct. Uh, you can use, you can, I think one of the things they were talking about was like, even if you use like a mobile device, like you could set cue points and do stuff like that from hmm. there and it'll all sync up. But it, in my opinion, kind of a hefty cost. Yeah. You know, that, that's yeah. that's at the $15 tier, which, you know, you look at your other music services your streaming services Spotify title you get 15 bucks a month but that's like for a family plan right versus this just being for one particular user yeah yeah you know, I'm sure there's probably some people that will find that useful but it just seemed a little steep mm-hmm. coming right off the bat with, with
0: yeah because you're asking us to to uh, to to be all in on a subscription model in the first place, which is, is
1: new for us. Yeah, it, <laughs> DJs. It, it, it's new, and that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Is just it's kind of weird that they would have such a, a big ask right off the rip.
2: But it, so, remind me real quick. Can we run down the, the list of um, what what the features are that are included in the in the subscription models? So, like what like what functionality are they actually offering, and
1: and how useful is it? So the Pimp one, it's got the export mode, the cloud library sync, performance features, DVS control. Um, uh, video feature sequencer, RMX effects, and uh, you
2: said DVS, so that is, so you get Record box DJ, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much with with that subscription too. So. Yeah, okay.
0: It seems like the 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 biggest target for like a base subscription or something is going to be like, CDJ users, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. those are not hardware-unlocked devices, but, like, everything else that Pioneer sells, uh, DJ controller-wise, is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. DJ 200, 400, 800, mm-hmm. 1000, they're all going to be. The WeGo is going to be. So I guess you're going to get whatever features those support as long as you buy that hardware. So then you've got, I guess, subscriptions for people who want cloudy things and mm-hmm. CDJ users. Yes, it says what's, who want in- all those features?
1: what's included is the... Um, DJM, DDJ-1000, RZX, XP, XZ, DJM-750, and then for the DVS stuff, it's DJM, um, DDJ-RX, XP-1, 750. So, yeah, it doesn't have have the CDJs. Interesting.
3: Yeah, and even on the new preferences tab, there wasn't anywhere where I could register the device. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. You it know, just like either on, was it on just detected at the it or very not?
3: Top there's where you can register on six. There's nowhere to register.
1: Yeah, I think it's just you just hook it up and it.
3: Re- I, I deleted six, went and re-downloaded five, or not re-downloaded, but downloaded five, registered his DVS, um, the video and the uh, the DJ, but then that still didn't work. So I deleted all that, did six and didn't have
1: to register anything. It was just plug. Just and plug play. and play. Hmm.
0: Creative is the one that l- allows you to sync your
2: library.
1: Correct and and have the um, the offline library as well, but it was limited. So
2: before we even get to that, the B port side of everything, like it's just an interesting shift in in everything. Like and I get you know cloud and subscription. Like I mean you know what they're trying to do is they're trying to create you know some reliable, um, somewhat reliable uh, revenue stream, right? Um,
1: subscription versus the one-time, right? You but know, you get a it, continuous drip.
2: But like what he just said, it's it, the the issue is is that this is this is kind of new for DJs in general, especially like those of us who have been on, you know, any kind of more modern equipment um, and and dabbling in the digital world. But like that, I don't know. It what 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 doesn't feel right to me is then, you know, you spend all of this money on 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 the gear. And then, you know, I I don't know. For me, it's it's one of those juices worth the squeeze arguments, right? Like there's all of these different things that now you can, you know, subscribe to, to, you know, uh, expand your skill set and expand your music library and all that stuff. Well, I mean, if it's going to cost me $150 a month to <laughs> DJ, like, you know, like it, I, I, I don't know that I, I would continue to if I'm not, at least pulling in $150 a month to cover it, unless it's just something that I have that kind of disposable income. So it just makes me wonder, are they, how much of the the user base out there is going to get alienated over time, Mm. you know, or how many people are going to wash out, which maybe that's not a bad thing, you know, if, if I mean, if you're a hack, you know, or or whatever, but like, I mean, everybody's a hack when you first start out, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, man. Like it just it something just don't feel right about it to me from a from a practicality standpoint. And I can be totally wrong, but
1: that's just that's just me. I think it's kind of abrupt for them to come out this quickly and try and change the culture that quickly yeah. at that price point. Because I don't I don't it, so for me I like I don't I don't I don't see
2: anything wrong with subscription-based models. I just it like it almost feels like it's it like everybody's trying to go that route to try to force us all to that route, mm-hmm. you know. So you got Beatport Link, you got you know it, uh, uh, a, a lot of the title yeah. um, uh, integrations now. Why Spotify hasn't done it yet? And, uh, they did. They
0: took it away. Uh, yeah. DJ
2: Pro, right, right, right. So it's it's just one of those things where it's like you know if everything in our life is going to streaming, okay, fine, I get it. But like you know, like he just said, I mean, it, you know, I I've got you know. Spotify, Hulu, Netflix, mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Like, but at the end, like at some point, you know, everybody's gonna be looking at, you know, oh, holy crap, how much am I actually spending on media streaming? Yeah. And then for us DJs, then go back and look at that and be like, fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's happening to gaming too. Bringing it back to gaming, yeah. Google Stadia and PlayStation Now
1: and yeah. on demand. Steam's stuff. been around for a while yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Doing yeah. that. Yeah.
2: So, uh, like I said, I mean, it, it's not that I have anything inherently, you know, against it. It just, it, it, it just feels—it feels weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. The
3: only thing that I can, that I can say that it might be worth it, <laughs> is the money that I used to spend on a 12-inch, you know, getting 10, 12 inches a week. Yeah. You know, if,
1: and if there are imports, right?
3: You know, so there's a hundred dollars right there. Yeah, if right. I can spend ten a month and have my fingertips at all this music, yeah. But then I look at it like I don't own anything tangible. Yeah, right. that's where it fucks me up. But,
2: and know? so that that's the other. I think that's one of the things that I've always had against streaming. um not that I'm against streaming, but that that's just always in that. That's probably number one in the cons list for me. Like, I love Spotify. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I use Spotify every freaking day. I almost sent them some hate mail. Uh, what was that? Yesterday morning or Friday morning. Uh, apparently, they had a little hiccup, and it ruined my, my drive to work because I didn't have <laughs> any tunes. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it... It's it's something that like I rely on for mm-hmm. you know listening to the music that I love. But if if I ever get to a point in life where I cannot you know spend that money monthly, mm. or then like yeah sure I still have Spotify. But then like you know you have to listen you, to commercials.
1: Yeah, I have to listen to commercials <laughs> like a poor person. No. <laughs> It's it's like funny hasn't yeah. It's funny you say that because uh, when I, I had a, I had a credit card that expired. Yeah. And uh, I had to renew it and I accidentally only put it, the regular Spotify. Uh huh. And my wife said she was working out in the garage, she was like, Can you please fix the Spotify? Like, what, are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? She's like, I had to listen to commercials while I was working out. And she's like <laughs> I just can't do this. And I was like, oh, my bad. And then my daughter texted me the same day. She was like, Dad. Yep, yep. I'm getting commercials. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Daddy. Disclaimer. I don't
2: have anything against poor people. I've been poor. Uh, that was actually a spin off of a Daniel Tosh joke, you know, where he's talking about Big screen TVs that are HD capable, and then like, but uh, people who have these like really awesome TVs, but then they watch it on the SD channels. <laughs> yeah, right. like, I don't watch, I don't want to watch TV like a poor person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not what a- I did this for, <laughs> <laughs> right? Anyway, um, you know, so uh, so uh, at, at the end of the day, like, if your ability to DJ and be creative is completely contingent on your ability to access those humongous libraries mm-hmm. at $10, 12 15 a month, whatever it is, and then you suddenly run into some roadblock where, like, now I don't have any of that, well, then your creative outlet is gone. So whereas, you know, digital downloads, while that could get expensive, I mean, I, I'm, I've been known to drop $100 mm-hmm. during, you know, beatport sales. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but you know, physical, tangible media, you know, so, you know, cassettes, CDs, vinyl records, all of that stuff. Like no matter what happens, unless you really hit a, a, a bumpy road and you're, you know, often records off for 50 cents a pop, you know what I mean? Like those are yours, right. They're yeah. forever yours. And you know, as like, that's, that's the whole thing to me is that like, you know, it just, it, it's, it's a, it's a hurdle or it's a, it's a, uh, a contingency or not a contingency, but you know what I mean. It's it, it's it's just something in the way,
1: you yeah. know, that yeah. that just makes it feel eh. It, and then coming for me, like because um, I'm the mobilist of the four of us, uh-huh. you know, the, having the streaming stuff is great because then I don't have to pay three dollars for a song that somebody wants to hear one time at a wedding that right. I'm never going to play again. Sure, S- sunrise sunset that comes to mind. <laughs> um, had, had a da- dad that wanted to dance with his daughter with that, so okay, cool. I'm going to download it, but. You know, I was able to stream it because otherwise, I'd pay three dollars for that or two dollars for that song, and I never play it again. Yeah. But also, just you know, the limitations with technology—you know—it will fail you at some point. You know, some of the venues I do with these barn weddings, because that's like the new thing. Yeah. You know, they're out in the middle of nowhere, and cell signal mm-hmm. is, is poor. And if you're relying on the house Wi-Fi, well, one, did you even ask if you could use their Wi-Fi? Because some people <laughs> are pretty, you know, stingy about that. Right. And two, now you're now you're competing with a hundred other people mm-hmm. sharing that Wi-Fi signal. So. You know, me, I always bring a, an extra uh, a puck or um, my iPad, my phone, both have uh, uh, tethering on it. Yeah, yeah. hotspots. So yep. I, I bring two of them with me every time just in case because one of them, they, I know they have different antennas and I've used one because it has better signal strength depending on the, my location. Um, but then conversely, like I said before, I was, I was in the middle of downtown Dayton and I was in a brick building. Uh, your joint the uh,
2: oh, uh, top top of the, of the
1: market. top of the market yeah, yeah. beautiful building middle downtown, mm-hmm. but it's all brick mm-hmm. and the cell signal was crap in there yeah. and I never would have thought to even check that out prior to but luckily I had two devices and I don't know how many DJs out there that are doing mobile are thinking that far ahead right because now if you're relying on streaming and you can't don't you don't have access to high speed data then you, you're screwing that you're screwing your client
2: unless uh, i mean and and i know that some like with spotify and i don't I don't know maybe Box or beatport link allows this to, but you know temporary download Local to your de- yeah <clears throat> and and cache it to your device um so but that still doesn't you know change the uh dynamic for you know the on demand mm-hmm. um, yeah it's a know, partial request. solution yeah. yeah yeah
1: and that's why i still you know i have that uh that sd card that i bought that 256 mm-hmm. one that's yep. just full of music because someday it's going to happen where I'm not going to be able to play what I want because I don't get signaled. But, yep. you know, guys, if you're if you're going to rely on streaming and you're doing the commercial sellout stuff like I do, weddings and corporate, make sure you have a backup to your backup because yep. don't always assume that you will have a strong signal. Yeah.
0: So I guess that brings us to the Beatport stuff. So Beatport Link is getting all streamy and cloudy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so Beatport and Beat Source. Yeah. Right? So yeah, the, the
2: hell is Beat Source? <laughs> well, Beat Source used to be a thing
0: back in the day. It was very, it was like hip hop oriented, and I'm talking like MySpace days, like oh, 2005 okay. or something like. So that.
2: So it's a different wing of, the, or uh, like a yeah, it, it went away for a it.
0: long time, and then it came back. It was a collaboration with somebody, DJ City. Yes, okay. yes, you're right. Correct. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it's still hip hop focused or if it's top forty or, or what, but it's it's not so it's it's not like the full on EDM kind of mm-hmm. focus yeah, like right. beatport. Like, ba- like beatport is. is.
1: Yeah, the thing about the um the beatport link, you can use it with Record Box, DJ Pro, DJ uh, Juiced, I think is how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. Uh, Hercules one. Yeah, yeah, uh, and Virtual DJ. So oh, sure. it's uh, pretty broad as far as what platforms you can use it with. Still no tractor. Yeah, Tractor, that's that's a them thing, I think, though. Yeah. Isn't it, with their software? Um, they're probably going to have to jump on with their next iteration. I
2: didn't hear you say Denon either, did you? Uh,
1: No. Yeah. Engine Does Denon crime? do any? Uh, they don't have. Do they have any streaming integration yet?
2: Uh, not that I know of, but I, I mean, it, like I said earlier, it's been a while since I've actually dug yeah. into any of that. So if it is there, I, it's not anything I've discovered yet. Yeah. It, so does it
0: show like how? I wonder how you browse. I guess that's that's the part I don't understand yet. Is how you browse the the beatport library. Like, are mm-hmm. you still just creating? Do you, do you can you browse like the tree of genres
1: and charts and stuff in right. the software? I, I haven't used it, but if it's anything similar to how DJ Pro is with Tidal and previously Spotify, it has like a separate window and like it'll, it, you know, in um in Spotify it'll tell you like. You know, top forty or whatever those different genres are, and they'll have like even stuff like workout, um, yeah, chill out, classical, all this other stuff. But that then,
2: was the thing with it, right? That you had to create your own playlist. Like For it, Spotify? Yeah. Oh,
1: you, no, you can dig into people, or pre-existing playlists. Well,
2: no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it has to be a playlist. So it's not like you could just go up to the search bar and then oh, type no, you in can. something.
1: No, you can. There is a search and function. Am,
2: and, well, no, no. What I'm saying is... Type in is, a song and... And, and... Yeah, and then find a song and then just say, okay, drag that one over. It has to be in a playlist already, and then you have to import that playlist into DJ Pro, right?
1: No, all you got to do is just uh, hit that search bar and you type in a song, oh. and then you just yeah, you put it, it to fly. whatever deck. Okay. Yeah, which was always pretty cool. Um, but for me, like I said, with the corporate stuff, I just have all these wedding playlists that I have pre-marked in these, diff- in these different crates. Right. And I just kind of, I mean, really for weddings, I'm playing like the same hundred songs. <laughs> right. You know, because it's, <laughs> everything's new to them, you yeah. know. Yep. I, and literally, I'd say maybe about 20% of the songs change. Yeah. Everything else is the same same bangers you know chicken dance yep. cha-cha slide yeah <laughs> come on eileen <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's raining men you know how that goes. <laughs> so what's what's pricing structure like for beatport link? for beatport link it's a uh, there's ten dollars twenty dollars and thirty dollars and um I'm, and I, I misspoke earlier with the um with the record box uh, this is the one where the price is at that higher tier because you get the offline storage so uh, with, the, with the middle tier, the $20 one, you can store 50 tracks. And the high-end one, uh, the $30, you can store 100 tracks. When
3: you say store, you can just store them. You don't cash them like in the software. Yeah. But you don't own those songs. Correct. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: And again, going back to your point, you don't own the songs, but you can cash them in your library. Kind of like you can do with Spotify, how you can do the offline stuff.
3: But only, only for that month that you're subscribed.
1: I, I would assume that to be correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's lame.
2: Yeah and 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 I'll tell you where where my where one of my where some of my uh hesitance or some of my distaste towards that whole model comes from. Um does anybody remember Zoom? Mhm.
1: I was just uh watching I was watching a YouTube thing about that the other day like why it failed. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So Zoom um had that model prior to, you know, Apple Music and Spotify and all that. So basically, you know, Zune was the competitor to iPod. Okay. And um and they had like a really nice UI to it and I mean it had a really nice uh, um um uh, what do you call it? Uh, library, I mean, yeah. a really big, robust library. And the price point wasn't horrible either. It wasn't. It re- if I remember right, it was less than ten bucks a month or something like that.
1: But then, even for the device itself, oh, versus, yeah, yeah. versus buying an uh, yeah an iPod. An iPod. Yeah. yeah,
2: it was it was it, it was less than an iPod, and they had different models, you know, different iterations that would come out and whatever. But um, I mean, it was a quality device and and you know, good UI, good price point, the whole nine yards. And so I I was like, okay, you know. I'll I'll jump in. I'll check this out, and I was all on it, and everybody was all like, "So let me get this straight. You're renting music?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah essentially. That I mean I mean, sure. Yeah, that's if that's the way you want to look at it. And and so many people were like, "I I I just don't get it. I don't get I don't get it. I'm like, well, but same argument. I've got this whole library, you know, but I'm only paying you know x amount for everything, yeah. and um." But then I lost my job that year, <laughs> you know. And so this device that literally had, you know, hundreds of songs on it, yeah, you know, maybe. Uh, yeah. And like now, like I, I physically could not plug it in, you know, until the end of that month because, you know, or, or uh, the end of that period because then everything We're would just d- stop, yeah. you know. And it was mm-hmm. just it was one of those things where it was like, man, you know, I've been paying all of that money all this time mm-hmm. and now I've got a brick. Yep. Yeah. So and and I get it. Like I mean, you know, that's that's the world we live in. I but mean, at
3: what at what time do they come up with a lifetime membership fee? And what would that fee be?
2: Well, I, I that's that's a that's an interesting question because i mean that's what basically the cell phone carriers keep doing right like Mm -hmm. it's it's a cycle that the cell phone carriers keep going they 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 have unlimited plans Mm -hmm. and then they get everybody on 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 unlimited and then they figure out uh you know well okay we got to come up with something different so then there's these share plans with like some uh, ridiculous amount of data or you know smaller tiered um you know data plans for people who don't need unlimited Mm -hmm. and it just keeps cycling let me say
3: say like a 10-year plan or something you know because yeah. they're still going to want to juice people after that well, yeah, right and now. i
1: think the the issue with that is like if you sell an outright plan the company loses money because the example i have of that is um serious uh when i first got my my very first vehicle that had Sirius in it uh, mm-hmm. i think the lifetime plan was like 300 bucks had i not got that over the past because i got when my daughter was born was when i got it 16 years ago mm-hmm. so you know 30 bucks a month for 16 years Right, you know, I, I kind of, I think I save some money, yeah, <laughs> by paying three hundred bucks one time, versus
3: like have a, a limitation on the lifetime, or like whatever. like a ten year like plan, a ten year, or year yeah. five year or endeavor. at least give
1: you like a multi year discount, right, versus. Dripping you. But, but then some people, like, it's easier to pay the 15 bucks a month sure, versus the $300. But if yeah, you I'm have not saying that like that
2: shouldn't exist or that it shouldn't be an option. But, mm-hmm. like, there, there's there got to be other ways of, of uh, you know, other options that are a little bit more palatable, mm-hmm. you know. Like
3: when you had the money, you had the job, you know, before, or before you lost your job. Mm-hmm. You could have paid for that and had your five-year. And when you lost your job, still no big deal. You had that access.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, I had bigger problems than whether or not I had music at that <laughs> sure. point. But I mean, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> right, but, right. Uh, but I mean, sometimes I mean, you know, yeah, Yeah, at yeah. an emotional level, you know, sometimes music is what is what saves you in, mm-hmm. in those in those times. There is no
3: sometimes. <laughs> 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 it saves me
2: all the time. Amen. Amen. I, I have mixed <laughs>
0: feelings about it when it comes to like beatport specifically because I can't think of a whole lot that I've bought on Beatport for the purpose of DJing that I care to still own like a year or two later. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's, so it, in some sense, I hate to use the word, but in some sense it's disposable music to me because I'm going to use it for a purpose. I'm going to play it in a set or mm-hmm. use it as a tool or whatever. And then I'm maybe once or twice or three times, or if I really like it, maybe I'll add it to my crate right. of things that I always right. pull from, but that's rare. So it's like, okay, if I could pay X amount of dollars per month to just be able to access everything I want to access to DJ with right now, Mm -hmm. do I really care if I don't have it in a year? Probably not with that stuff. But at the same time, you still have the problem of, okay, if I have to cancel my subscription now, I just can't DJ anymore, I guess. Mm -hmm.
3: Do you delete a lot of your stuff after you play it?
0: I don't, but I also don't really play it it just so it just takes, takes up, space. up space yeah yeah that's what i'm saying like, I'm the same the way.
3: i'll play a set and not even remember i have those songs yeah. and they're yeah. sitting there for 10 years and so i said I
0: go and like yeah, 50 yeah. or 100 tracks for the offline locker that doesn't seem like a lot but then i'm like man if i had a crate of 100 records i, I would go okay what are my 100 records that i need to do what i need mm-hmm. to do and, and i would work with that yeah and it would almost it would be easier and it would be more focused and so i you know there's some benefit to thinking of it that way i think sure too. sure uh, yeah
1: with beatport link though the price point is a little bit different so there's the uh the basic one which is 5 bucks the uh which is beatport cloud then beatport link is 15 bucks uh beatport link pro is 30 bucks and that's where you start to get your um your offline storage and you get 50 tracks for that and then beatport link pro plus <laughs> which is 40 <laughs> Yeah. Notice how I had to make sure I read that out correctly. Yeah, Uh, forty-five bucks, and that's where you get your hundred tracks. So, I'm like you, Trip. I I put a bunch of stuff in my locker on Beatport, and then whenever they have the fire sale, I buy it. And I think my I think on my worst binge, I paid fifty bucks. I bought fifty bucks worth of music, Mm -hmm. and that was probably like. Fifty tracks, you know, yeah. or yeah. more, yeah, because they had they had that tiering of those progressive discounts. So, yep, and that's a one time shot. And then I have those, I own those forever,
2: right?
1: I mean, if maybe if you have some sort of residency, and you're playing beatport type music constantly, yep, you know, or if a club has that set up
3: at the club, yeah. the mm-hmm. club can fend for that fee, and it's yeah. just, or yeah, yeah, if
1: you're contracted to a club, hey, mm-hmm. uh, part of my rider is I, you guys need to pay for this, and yeah. they're like, okay. You yeah. fifty bucks a month, yeah, sure, we can write that yeah. off. It's a business expense, right mm-hmm. yeah
0: well, speaking of streaming, I guess we should we already talked about Spotify and them taking away third part access to third party apps, which is to me really sucks because, like you, I use Spotify for everything all mm-hmm. day, every day, and like a lot of us do, and so yep. it, to me, it would have been a natural extension to just bring that into my d j software and for a while, Algorithm was doing that, Yeah. and they were the only ones doing that, and they had an exclusive, like, contract with them to do that, and I was, I think that was a big part of their rise in popularity, is they right. were the only ones doing it at the time. Well For whatever reason, Spotify said, we're not doing that anymore. Well, probably
1: that damn contract they signed with Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Rogan's <laughs> going to be exclusively on Spotify yeah. now. Like, yeah. not even on YouTube, he's going to be... Just yeah,
1: just Spotify. Spotify, which is amazing. Yeah. Like, how
2: much money did they have to offer him?
1: Hundred million, hundred million. $100 million? Really? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Signed, signed. So a that contract tells
2: you with... that he was making more than a hundred million, or that he was making
1: at least a hundred, at least
2: a hundred million
1: through. I would say less than that for him to offer that. Uh, much right, money right, right, right. But, but yeah, I mean, in the pot, but it, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, it, I mean, a hundred million dollars. So he was making somewhere between zero and a hundred million dollars just <laughs> in like. <laughs> YouTube, you know, and and, and the YouTube ad revenue. Like, gee, many Christmas. But, I mean, it it, it sounds like it was a a deal that was worth it. I mean, it it worked on, you know, for Bill Maher with HBO and uh, Howard Stern with uh, SiriusXM. Yeah, Yeah, so, I I mean, for those guys that go exclusive like that, but, I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, for Joe, I mean, at least, I mean, Spotify has the... Uh, the free tier. So if people still want to listen to them, then they mm-hmm. can. Yeah. So,
3: so it's just the audio version. Where's his... I think Spotify? they're
0: still going to do the video. On Spotify? Yeah, I think that so. That I'm
1: not sure, but just, I don't know that Spotify is doing video That's yet. That's what I'm saying. I oh, didn't know I, Spotify
3: even
0: did video. I thought they were still doing video versions, so I'm, I'm not really sure how that works. Because all I've... I don't know a lot about it. I've heard... I heard a clip or something of him yeah. say like yeah. this sh- the show's not changing. Everything will be the same. Mm-hmm. It'll just be here instead yeah. of here. Yeah, that's my so understanding. How, as well. how they get the video no. in there? I'm not. I'm not sure if that's something Spotify just supports now. And I didn't know. It'll, it'll be
2: interesting to see because I notice um, with some of my music uh, uh, when I when I'm playing it at work and you know swiping through some of some of the music uh if you've got the player up um uh, there's like, like a little video. like yeah little mini like, like animations like or 10
1: seconds if there's a video for the song yeah show like yeah. 10 yeah. seconds of yep. yeah. yeah
2: so i wonder if they'll just plug into that capability right but
0: well what about title haven't you been using title yep um How, how's that been going
1: What's the selection like? What's the quality like? It's obvious. I mean, title, you know, if you go back to the origins, it was kind of like it was started with Jay-Z and mm-hmm. a couple other uh, big baller investors. So it was kind of leaning more towards the hip-hop R&B genre. Uh, I got on board maybe about two months ago, and there's I'm starting to already see a shift in the genres of music that are included. Uh, there's a, actually a pretty decent um, electronic. Okay. Uh, so actually that set that I did, that's on the, uh, Passion DJ's DJ soundcloud mm-hmm. that was done from a crate that I built out of title okay. with all that techno. So that I, I was kind of impressed that I was able to do that.
0: That's a good time to mention that. So we, for the first time in, like, two years, uploaded something to the <laughs> to sound- it, to sound <laughs> SoundCloud. We, we've had, you know, premium SoundCloud for four years and have yeah. never canceled it. And, you know, when SoundCloud was having their struggles, we, we kind of jumped ship as far as them being our primary mm-hmm. podcast, uh, like, RSS feed host. Yeah. Um, but uh, we never canceled it. We just kind of stopped uploading there. Well, we yeah. still have a following over there, and we still get the occasional, you know, comment or whatever. So, Mo and I were just kind of poking around
1: one day. He was like, "You want
0: me to upload something here?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's." Well, I, I put was trying to, and I was trying to kinda find a
1: solution to a problem because, like, I I have a SoundCloud account, but I don't make enough mixes to justify paying for a premium account. So I was like, "Hey, you know, is there any place I can upload like within the Passionate DJ?" Whether it's on the it web page through, or, yeah. or whatever, he's like, "Yeah, we should use the SoundCloud. Yeah. We're paying for it, right?" <laughs> yeah, so. Well, but, but
2: it, so, it, well, what, what kind of music was it? it like techno. You, uh, uh, it's Just a techno mix. Yeah, a little bit more obscure stuff, so you didn't get the band hammer.
1: I haven't seen it. it well, I haven't got a notification yet, so okay. Know. And it's yeah. been up for about two weeks, maybe. Quite say mark? more than that. Really? Okay. It it seems like I haven't even seen how many people have listened to it, but I know like as soon as we uploaded it, like people were like, oh, cool, finally finally something for Passionate DJs. So, (laughs) yeah, if
0: if you Passionate DJs, you want us to start uploading things to the SoundCloud page again and, you know, using that as a place to stuff mixes or, you know, sound clips or whatever, uh, go to Modingo's uh, playlist for mixes
1: and go leave a comment so that we know that you care about that (laughs) and we'll keep doing it. (laughs) Uh, Yes, going back to the title stuff, uh, some of the cons that I've noticed... In uh, most of this information is coming from my usage of Spotify previously. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, the tracks aren't pre-analyzed, so you have to upload them and then analyze them before you get your waveforms and everything. Where Spotify, they already came over like that. Mm. Kind of yes. an ass pain, especially if you're trying to do something on the fly, like I do a lot of times with the fitness stuff. Right. Like I'll be I'll be seeing something in front of you, like oh shit, this song would go really good right now, and then you know now in title I got to pull it over and then analyze it and wait. Every time. Yeah. Every time, unless you've played it before.
3: Okay, got gotcha. you. So just one time. The fir- yeah, the, the one. Oh, time. Oh, yeah. so
1: it does keep a local. Yeah, it, it'll keep a local cache, but, but or not. But like, with, like I said, with Spotify, mm-hmm. as soon as you pulled it over, it would give you a waveform. Okay, which is kind of nice. Mm. Um, like and again, like I said earlier, earlier the um, Playlist aren't as robust as Spotify, but I've seen that change just in the short time I've been on there. Um, you have to be careful when you're searching for songs because a lot of them are studio recordings, like you know, just the studio, like a house band recording. Sa- the song mm. so just making sure that you're so like mm. a cover? Yeah. So just make sure that like Pandora. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's my experience with Pandora. That's why I bailed on it. Not no, Lionel no. Richie singing so, this song. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My my experience with Pandora was always live It, it like yeah. You know, and and I would and I would even Google how do you exclude live yeah. recordings and, and that's a thing. Like there were entire like threads all throughout their like uh yeah. online support. It, um, it had
1: something to do with their royalties with with there. licensing yeah. Yeah. And royalties,
0: yep. yeah. They could they could play those and it was cheaper or they yeah. could get away with it or whatever. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um yeah, the electronic catalog isn't as robust as Spotify's, but it is improving. And uh there's currently not a integration with other smaller devices, but that seems to be growing, which is a uh, obviously a sign of better things to come. Um, on the upside, though, sound quality is way better than Spotify because uh, if you pay for their higher end tier, I think you get uh, two fifty six or five twelve, whatever the highest that you can get. It's be- it's better than the SoundCloud Premium hmm. or sorry uh, Spotify Premium, and I've actually uh, kind of compared like listening to two different songs. I mean, obviously, I can't tell if it's the same edit, you know, bit rate same and, bit rate and yeah, everything. Yeah. But listening to them side by side through Spotify and through um, SoundCloud or sorry, Spotify and Tidal with the same iPhone, you can tell the difference. So mm.
2: Dre probably put his uh, signature beats <laughs> EQ curve on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: uh, the cost is uh, relative to Spotify, maybe a dollar or two different. So that's pretty good. Sure. Especially with the family plan stuff. But the one thing, like I said, from the corporate and uh, and sporting event stuff, they do a much better job of identifying explicit content mm. um, than Spotify ever did. So that's really for me. That's 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 uh, that's worth that's worth the transition.
2: So. Um, do they uh, do they do any other like packages or do they partner up with others? Because like I know with Spotify, occasionally you can get Spotify and. Hulu or Spotify, and you know something else, and and they kind of bundle it all together under the same um, under the same price yeah. point. I
1: haven't seen anything yet, but I'd imagine things like that happen because you are starting to see a lot of more of that yeah. collaborative uh, subscriptions, yeah, like yeah. with ESPN and uh, Disney Plus and all that stuff. Yep. So I am sure you'll probably see something like that uh, coming out in the future. But um, yeah, the only other option with the algorithm software is the um, SoundCloud Go. Or sound, I think that's what it's called, and obviously with SoundCloud, you, it, go it, Premium Plus. Yeah, it, if you've ever used SoundCloud, <laughs> yeah, go Premium Super Duper Plus, yeah. uh, Alpha <laughs> DX <laughs> Special Edition. Yeah, uh, but as you know, like if you uh, look up a track on there, it could be somebody's remix, it could be somebody's edit, it could yep. you know, just it could be a myriad of things. So if you're in that corporate space, I wouldn't, I'm not going to use that for corporate for stuff. soundcloud you mean yeah if you're, yeah i'm not gonna use yeah. soundcloud for corporate stuff because it's you don't you sometimes you have no idea what you're gonna yeah. get literally
2: soundcloud for me has always been about discovery like mm. if it's not about me putting my own stuff out then it's me going and, and searching for something looking for that unique thing so like yeah i mean if i if, like even if i've got you know a top 40 or a rap or you know hip-hop or whatever kind of track in mind if I'm typing that in, I'm not expecting to get back the original. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for Remix somebody it. else's take on it. Yeah, yeah
0: well, SoundCloud was very much more like community thing yeah, when we all yeah. well, first kind of got into it. I think, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, rather than like a service that you know.
2: And I think that's the part that kind of irks me about how Sound. And, and I get why SoundCloud did everything that it's done up to this point. Totally get it, you know. Um, but at the same time, you know, that's that's my experience with it so that's what i i use it for and and that that kind of makes that soundcloud go thing kind of like mm-hmm. nah this doesn't jive right kind of sticky yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but then you know when it comes to all this uh streaming stuff i think it or we'd be doing a disservice if we didn't remind everybody about pulse locker um there was Is that still a thing no, it died. That's like. what I was gonna say. I thought I thought that I thought that like died a fiery death. Oh, it did, and it was very abrupt. Yeah, and there were a lot of DJs out there that were that were living by the Pulse Locker right, credo. Right, right, And then, so for those that don't remember, this was the original or a, an early iteration of streaming software or service for DJs. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who championed it. Um but basically, it was the same concept. You you have a streaming service. You can pull down whatever songs you want. Yep. Again, for corporate stuff, amazing utility. But then And they had a lot of integrations. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had a yeah. ton. Yeah. And then one day, everybody woke up, and it was gone. Gone.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, there was no warning. It just, like, yep. boom. Came like an F5 uh, tornado in the, yeah, in the middle of the night. And there were a lot Too of- Too soon, man. Too
2: soon. There were a lot so. of DJs. <laughs>
1: My bad. <laughs> there are a lot of DJs that were just left high and dry. Um, and we had some people message us, and they were like, yeah, I have a massive gig this weekend, and now I have no music. Yep. So, again, always have a disaster plan, like David just said. You know, yep. And uh, make sure you have a backup to your backup. Because n- now, do I think uh, Tidal and Spotify are going to go away anytime soon? If they do, I don't think it's going to be overnight like that.
2: No. But, but, I mean, just in the last week sometime in the last few days you know i i went to go on my morning drive to work and, and spotify it, it did not work, work. Yeah. yeah kept so hitting that button there you go. uninstalled reinstalled <laughs> cleared <laughs> the cache
1: <laughs> what the fuck all the, all this while you're driving
2: yeah <laughs> you know 85 90 down 35 <laughs> like
1: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> i'm doing 90 on the freeway <laughs> but i don't have any tupac <laughs> uh,
1: but uh Oh, you want to go over this last piece cuz this I think is kind of significant okay. with the uh um, Which which piece? With a with the Spotify and the algorithm with the um with the stem stuff.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So Or sorry, virtual DJ. Cuz they u- they're using some new technology, aren't they? Yeah.
1: So it's like isolation yeah tech. Essentially stems. So yeah. 2015 is when Tractor came out with their stems, I well, think. It-
2: yeah, yeah. Because it was around, around the time like...
1: with the S8 that was like the flagship uh, characteristics yeah. of the S8, yeah. um, being able to uh, play stems and isolate the different parts of the music. So that meaning you could you could remove uh, vocals, you could remove rhythm, you could remove synth. Yeah, I think they were all it, sort of different. It, uh,
2: what, as a producer, what you could do is during your export, um, it would you could uh, route. Those things, you know, you could so you could route it however you wanted, Mm -hmm. and then it would bounce out those uh, that that stem file, Mm -hmm. and it gave you four four different groups that you could do. So, like, you could do drums, you know, bass, lead, and vocal, Mm -hmm. or any combination combination of of whatever you wanted. Because, I mean, you know, a, a lot of electronic music could have. You know, Me- as as many of as stems, as few so. as like four. Yeah. You know, but it could have as many as fifty or mm-hmm. more. It's just a you know? four track audio, for, or maybe it's eight track audio, maybe it's yeah. stereo. But yeah,
1: so yeah.
2: um, which was a really cool concept, but yeah. it, it did it just felt like it didn't catch on.
1: Well, and I think what it was like novices, non producers like myself, had a misconception of what the capability was because mm. I thought I could put any track into my S eight uh, and I could manipulate it. Okay. Um, whereas you had you you, you had, had to buy the stem version. version of that yep. track, which yep. had five five tracks on it, it had yep. the main, the mixed inter- the the mix track, and then all and then the four separate audio right. tracks, and right. then you could manipulate yep. everything yeah. and yeah. create your own live edits. For which it was a
0: very small library. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the concept of that was pretty dope. And mm-hmm. you know, I did buy a few just so I could mess with it. And, yeah. yeah. You know, it made me feel really creative, but it was it something I was comfortable doing out in public not really because gotcha. it's just a lot of moving parts. Yeah. So now with this um this new uh I guess uh software that uh both Virtual DJ and and uh, DJ I- or for iOS gives you the ability to do that with any song that you with that you upload really onto this, so this is like almost that holy grail of what I initially thought stems yeah. were. Yeah,
0: you like take vocals out of this. Yeah, magically.
1: It, it, yeah, it was it was it was it was huh. cool. It was really cool. So like, um, I uploaded onto my iPad, played a song, and I just started you know manipulating the different. You're basically EQing out as what I think the the premise of what it's doing.
2: Yeah, but it, but I don't know if you've ever played with any graphical EQ on a mastered track. Like, there's more to that then Mm -hmm. then
1: i'm i'm speaking very simple no 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 but like probably some
0: mid-side cancellation some yeah like
2: there's got to be some sort of cancellation happening but then what's the reference for the cancellation you know what i mean like so like now my brain is like because i i've i've been able to make acapella's in Ableton Mm -hmm. when you have, like, an instrumental and a full version because then you can use the instrumental to do the cancellation of the music and then you're left with what's left. And it sounds a little warbly, but, like, you can do that. But, like, so, So, yeah, to be able to do it on the
0: fly without a reference, like, whoa. Sometimes you can isolate vocals in a similar way, like a DIY Mm -hmm. um, a cappella in a similar way by just – Isolating the center channel, quote unquote, like yeah. the, whatever's in the center rather than whatever's panned. Yeah. Sometimes you yeah. can, because vocals are usually dead, dead smack in dead the center. Middle, yeah. But
1: it's it's not perfect because you're probably also going to k- pick up kick drum and, sure. and other things yeah. that are centered. Yeah. And when know. I was messing with it, you can tell that it's not an actual, it's not doing a stem. It's basically EQing stuff out because you could still hear a little bit. Yeah. Like when yeah. you just yeah. put the vocals a little up. bit of a reverb you, yeah, you of it or still, something. You could still hear a little bit of drum or synth or whatever yeah, yeah. in there. But
0: still as DJs, like that's kind of
1: fine, right? Cuz yeah, that's mask, what we do. Yeah, know,
2: Well, not only that, but you know, if depending on how faint it is, you know, you're if you're mixing something over that, uh, most people are yeah, you're not going to get buried rest, anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can remember like I mean, for example, um, Prince uh, When Doves Cry, mm-hmm. I used to mix that with KC's Escape 2000 breakbeat remix and like even that like you could still hear the the keys, mm-hmm. but like everything else, all you heard was the keys dun 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 mm-hmm. dun 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 dun, dun, dun yeah. right, and then and then Prince singing, mm-hmm. everything else from Escape 2000 mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, and I mean covered and, and, up the rest of the instruments. Yeah, yeah I mean everything just overlaid, so yeah. like you, you know it sounded like it was one cohesive thing. So if you've got you know something that you've been able to like cut out all of those other pieces, and you're just left with this little, little faint stuff. Yeah. Then yeah. That's that'll good get for a mashup, or yeah, whatever. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and, and I
1: think the only reason I even noticed that is because you know my background in, in sound, in yeah. sound physics, yeah. and all that stuff mm-hmm. with the medical stuff, because I, I understand what they were doing with the cancellation. But but I mean, I also understand why I was able to hear some of that faint sure. uh, stuff. So I, I but, think but that's still pretty cool. Yeah, I, th- I
0: think that's going to be the key. Is like like with other things that we've talked about having appropriate expectations of right. what yeah. I can do right, right? like it, I'm sure they're going to sell it as isolate vocals or remove kick drum yeah. or da, da 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 and it's like okay I- ish probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
2: well but but here's the thing is that you know for years there's been websites like uh, uh, for example uh, acapellas dot uk right mm-hmm. yep. and like I mean that's been a, a source for yeah. Yeah. tons of people for years, years. And um, you know some of those DIYs. Thankfully, at one point they they implemented ratings <laughs> because <laughs> I can't tell you how many I downloaded. And I was like, "Man, this is trash." Yeah. But and uh, and I mean, you know, sometimes you have to deal with the trash because yeah. that like that's that's probably the best you can do. And with that, that goes
1: back to the expectation management because mm-hmm. if you if you have a true understanding and appreciation appreciation for what this person is doing, yeah. without having the master track, right, you, you got to give them a little leeway, right, right. right.
0: And I mean, like all things, there there's a, a creativity that can be inspired out of that limitation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've got artists that you know, producers that thrive on f- figuring out how to make that kind of shit work. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I think of like you, you guys remember Burial?
2: Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Burial
0: did a lot of that. He he would pull like Beyonce and Aaliyah and like old R and B songs, yep. and just figure out how to turn it into some creepy, haunting something and, that you and, couldn't recognize. And he was even more
2: amazing because, I, what was it? His first his first album, he was like, what, 16 Untru- or something? Yeah. yeah, 16 or something. And he did everything in SoundForge. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, and he was even, anonymous. Yeah, like... Even, even like the multi like he used the multi track option in Soundforge. I didn't, I have been using Soundforge for <laughs> 10 years and didn't know there was a multi track option.
0: Like so, like, so for those who don't understand, he's, he's basically like, here's a bunch of waveforms, and he was like copying and pasting and aligning them all together, which is where you get a lot of that, that burial, um, chunky kind of like. <laughs> Yep. It's this really like chopped up, like a garage song. Yep. Like Bristol, you know? almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: it's, but he's like, what, Russian or Ukrainian or something? I, I forget. forget. Um, but like, just amazing. Like, he had one song where like, all of the sounds like were made from like, you know, a field recording in a McDonald's. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, was, it was absolutely insane.
0: And like, like bullet casing drops from like yeah. Metal Gear Solid and like, just <laughs> yeah. weird shit. Like, just, <laughs> you just would never know unless you looked around it him. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, So, with Virtual DJ, you can isolate quote I say that with air quotes uh, vocals, instrumental, bass, hi hats, and kick. And then play with that. With DJ iOS, it's drum harmonics and vocals. Um, Again, here goes back to the subscription thing, though. Now, of course, yeah. Virtual. (laughs) 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 And here's where they get you. Uh, Virtual DJ is twenty (sighs) bucks a month or three hundred dollar flat fee. Like Tony was saying, okay, that's something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DJ iOS is five dollars a month, um, but the thing that is kind of the kicker with all this, and this goes to like with the announcement at uh, WWDC a few weeks ago, all of these features are only available on iOS devices hmm. that have an A12 chip or, or newer. Hmm. And okay. so this is where like.
0: So what's that iPhone eight? Or iPhone eight or newer. newer?
1: Yeah, and so this is where like maybe these guys saw something coming and maybe, and this is where I'm hopeful that why Tractor and um, and Denon haven't really done anything this past half year or so because maybe they're getting ready for this big shift because if you're unaware, um, Apple made a big announcement at their 2020 WWDC which is their worldwide developer conference and they basically said they're going away from Intel based chips back to their own homegrown chips or the mm. A series chips.
0: They're going back to, to Apple Silicon, yeah. and it, it'll be very much like an ARM processor for, it, for the nerds. So, you know, a lot of things like, I, I think maybe the Raspberry Pi or, or things like that are kind of power on these. They're a lot more power efficient and, yeah. and stuff. Wow.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, more, more work with less juice. Yeah. Um, and I think Apple went away from their A-chips with their computers about 15 years ago. Question mark?
0: Uh, well, they they switched to Intel. Shit, I I can't think of what year it was. It, I think it's been it was more more than that, maybe. Oh, really? Um, but it, they didn't switch from they switched from uh, PowerPC architecture, which is uh, a, a lot a lot of older machines were like Motorola mm-hmm. based, and then they moved to PowerPC. Um, and so when they went from PowerPC to Intel, and and OS X, which mm-hmm. is when that oh, first that's what came it was? out. Okay. There was this big changeover of, like, now all of your old software just doesn't work anymore. It's, it was like going from Windows 3.1 to, like, Windows XP. I mean, it was like... That, that much like, of it, yeah. <laughs> your shit just doesn't work. Right. Or if it does, the developer has to build in, uh, you to know, code. compatibility mode, yeah. which is like they had Coco and and all these different kinds of modes, that, compatibility modes that they could run in. So I I hope that this looks nothing like that, and I, I don't think that Apple would do that extreme of a thing at this point because Apple's in a much better position than they, they were. were back then to to yeah, upset right, the fruit right. basket in that way. Sure, um, <laughs> fruit basket. <but> it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and basically all that was to tell you that at one point Apple did manufacture their own chips yeah, uh, yeah. with their computers. So now that they're and they and they have been doing that with all their mobile devices, mm-hmm. the phones, the um, iPads iPad Pros and, and such. So with that news dropping with these two particular products, uh, now knowing that all these um, new Apple laptops and desktops are going to go back to that A, uh, A-chip architecture, mm-hmm. um, we're probably like our MacBooks and, and, uh, and iMacs are probably going to start looking more appy. More cell phone isk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: big big sir. The new um, OS is already looking a lot looking more that like way. That. The the I, iOS and Mac OS continue to get closer and closer right. to yeah. the same mm-hmm. thing.
1: And you know, from an industry standpoint, it makes more money financially to bring everything under one roof in terms of architecture and structure because sure. then you spend less money developing basically two different products
0: and if your whole shtick is is having a whole line of products where everything moves seamlessly and beautifully across them it it only why would you use different chips
1: yeah so again i'm kind of hopeful that this is the reason why tractor and uh denon haven't really done a whole lot recently
0: fingers crossed yeah fingers (laughs)
1: crossed because you know i'm a tractorian from the first time you know from my origins in digital djing and i've always kind of held on to it, you know, Same. like a bad relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah. I'm really hoping that when I heard that, that was, I had my fingers crossed. I was like, please, please let the, let these guys have something to, you know, in the bullpen that we're not aware of because yeah. I, I'm, I'm really waiting for tractor to step up, step up. Cause I'm slow. If, if it doesn't happen, I think this next iteration, I think I'm just going to start going wholesale into record box because they're giving the DJs more to, I mean, okay, well, Granted, with version 6, yeah, you know. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're doing more for us as DJs. I was about to say, they're not giving you shit. <laughs> they're making you rent it. <laughs> yeah, aside from the rental piece. But, yeah, I'm really hopeful that Tractor is going to go that direction. Cause, and, it, and even if you think about it, the last iteration of Tractor Pro does look a little bit round and curvy and kind of uh, Apple app-ish. So, hopefully, that's the direction. I'm hopeful. I, I
0: remember some... Tractor person somewhere once upon a time said that the future of Tractor is is an app. Is Tractor DJ based. Like based out of the code for Tractor DJ which is the iOS app.
1: That was when they uh when they had that rebound when they fired a bunch of people and they brought in some new money and some new developers. I remember hearing that comment too. So
0: one big thing that, you know, old tractor heads are have been complaining about for years is there's there's no support for uh like like warping uh, beat grids, They're changing beat grids It's uh, you get one beat grid and, and if your it. track drifts, sorry yeah. you know, that's it and so everybody's so, like, why sorry? don't you add this why don't you add yeah. this, why don't you add this I, and they've, Native Instruments has come back many times and said look, it is not that simple to add that to our <laughs> code base it's not going to happen yeah. in this iteration of tractor. it's just not so quit asking. <laughs> but So I think that might be part of it is like that. Why develop it into that when the future is this other code yeah. base? Yeah. And,
1: and again, that's, you know, fingers crossed yeah. for the dingo. We'll see. For, for me personally, the big takeaway that I got from all this after reading a couple of articles is because I was kind of in the market for maybe looking at a new MacBook. Mm-hmm. And just from my research now is not the time to buy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, the, the whole time you're sitting here like going over this and I'm like, Man, I'm really glad I bought that Mac, that iMac yeah. Pro when I did. Yeah. <laughs> but because uh, like, I've got that iMac Pro and then I've got uh, a MacBook Pro, but my MacBook Pro is a 2015. And I mean, it's a tank. It's still yeah. working yeah, just we, fine. We, this,
1: we pretty much have the same one. Yeah. yeah. Mine's, I, I just I, changed the battery and that's about all I've had yeah. in terms of A. Yeah. 2012. Yeah. 2012. That's, runs fine. Yeah.
0: I, I had similar feelings about it, but it was like, It's not that I'm resisting the change. Like, fine. I'm sure they're doing it for reasons that make sense. Sure. But I don't want to go through the growing pains.
2: I don't (laughs) want, I don't, you know, there's there's a bell curve out there of of, of adoption rate. Yeah. I don't want to be the early adopters. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't want to be down here. You know, I I don't necessarily have to rely on it so much. Yeah. I don't want, I don't necessarily have to be at the top of the bell curve or, and I, I, Almost never am I on the tail the, end of the it, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm usually somewhere in here and like. The second know, wave. At Apex. You know. it, yeah. But I definitely don't want to be this one down here that's buying the first MacBook Pro off of the line and then get it home and realize I can't do anything with yes. this thing without either a bunch of growing pains or, you know, like you said, compatibility modes. Compatibility modes. Man, Ad, that. Exploits. It, right. Who knows. Right. Like, oh, God, when Vista came out. Do you remember that shit show? Yeah. You know, all the compatibility modes yep. to, like, get you back to, like, it would be able to run XP programs and shit. Yeah. Like,
1: like, God, too many Christmas. Then there was Windows 2000. Oh, nobody remembers that? <laughs> actually. Okay. I do,
0: but I had to support a lot of Windows 2000. Uh, notes I actually didn't mind
1: day. 2000. that <laughs>
2: 2000, no, 2000 t- was great. Yeah, 2000 had... Especially if you had, like, the 2000, like, Pro. Yeah, like, there were a lot of options that if you didn't know what the hell you were doing... You could screw things up. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, I mean, hell, that's what we ran our whole LAN parties off of back in the day. Yeah,
1: same. Yeah, Apple plans to roll out these new chips over the course of about two years, and they still have plenty of projects designed with Intel-based chips, so it's not going to die anytime soon. Mm So, but... If you're in the market for a new MacBook um, of any sort, uh, from what I've been reading and what I would do personally, if like this thing just crashed on me all of a sudden, is I would look into the used market. Yeah. Uh, so that way you're not going to lose your ass right off the bat if you're buying one of these newer ones. I have literally you know. ne-
2: like any Apple machine I've bought, um, or it, uh, it it's all been through the refurb market. Yeah. Yep.
0: You've had pretty good luck with that. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. I've got an. Like I said, I bought an iMac Pro. Um, and I probably saved 20% off of sticker price for a base model. Yeah, that iMac's pretty beefy. Too, oh, man, man, I love that thing. I love that yeah. thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, And then my MacBook Pro, that was the first one that I bought, and uh got Gina. That, a, that was
1: your first step into the slippery slope of yep, the world yep. of Apple.
2: Yeah, bought Gina um, a uh, a MacBook Air. You know, so, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, had nothing but success with uh, the refurb market and to save a lot of money that way. Yeah. Hell,
1: yeah. That's the end of your list? Yeah, that's all, man. That's that all catches I got. us up, huh? Yeah, I get yeah. Right. I, I, it. Wasn't, I said it was It was research. I couldn't tell you if it was good research. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, our, our listeners and viewers will let us know. Um, yeah, yes. if there's anything out there that we missed, which I'm sure there's plenty.
2: Submit your corrections below. Yeah, please. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah let us know. Because we
2: we don't really know anything. We just talk shit. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Believe nothing you heard today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, but everything you see,
1: Uh, (laughs) fake news, (laughs) fake news. But uh, let let us know your thoughts. Like Tony was saying about you know how do you feel about actually owning uh, uh, a song or even software now at this point versus renting it? Like how does that impact you guys? Because I know my feelings, my situation's a little bit different, but some of you guys that are full-time DJs, like, how does that impact your world? Because none of us are full-time DJs anymore.
2: Or conversely, I mean, what if you're not a full-time DJ? DJ. What if you're just somebody who's just
1: trying to get into it? Are are you willing to invest 200 bucks a year just for software, to rent software? Right,
2: right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Post up your responses in the comments below. If you don't know where the comments below are, go to passionatedj.com slash community. It'll bring you to our private Facebook group. You can find the post in there for this episode. And tell us how you feel about uh, music
2: ownership yeah. and where it, we're headed. It, if if you can't see it, it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here. I've always wanted to do that. It's right here. You, you know, click the like, subscribe. Yeah, <laughs> click the... Wait, yeah. which break? where... Am I pointing? Click the... <laughs>
0: bell and the subscribe button and check out this episode. No, I have to do that at the very end. It only lets me do it at the very end. (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thank you, fellas, for being here. This has been the Passionate DJ Podcast. Keep on spinning. Easy. And check out this episode right here. (laughs) I did it.